Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 90, which we are recording on Tuesday, June 9th. I almost said 7th, 2015. (laughs) I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. What are you wearing today? I am wearing my Rayune sweater, which is a pattern by Kirsten Johnstone. I knit this last summer in Dragonfly Fibers Pixie. It was a yarn that I picked up at Stitches 2014. And... The Pixie, let's see, Pixie yarn comes in big skeins, 475 yards to a skein. So I only used one and about three quarters of a skein for the sweater. It was awesome. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's, it's a mesmerizing color. It's one that the more I look at it, the more I stare. It's like, oh, yeah, the color is called pop. Firecracker and it's a dark brown, almost a a purpley brown but it's got bright pops of firework colors in it I guess you could say and those are speckled throughout really lovely and the sweater um, Rayune is just an open front cardigan with short sleeves which is perfect for a day like today which turned out to be quite foggy this morning and which was bizarre quite overcast yeah the fog blew off at our house and it was hot on our run this morning. Mm-hmm. Hot. And then... And then it came right Yeah, back. by the time I got out of the shower, it was foggy yeah, and chilly again. because that's what happened. It was totally sunny here this morning. Yeah. And the fog came back in. Bizarre weather. Yeah. Well, We seem summer. to say that more often than not lately. Though. But this is typical June weather. Yeah, but usually when it blows out, it doesn't blow right back in that quickly. Oh. <laughs> so... Because we're more up on the hill. So yeah. for us, I think we... Well, you're in the Sun Belt and we're I'm up on the, the hill. I'm in the Sun Belt. So we're... We're very sunny, but we're also close to the beach. My kids walk to the beach and... Oh, do they? Well, their and their beach party for the end of school is tomorrow, and the kids always walk to the beach, and every year it's always foggy. Yep. We were having that conversation <laughs> yeah. this weekend. It's always foggy for the beach day, so I'm quite used to that. Yep. <laughs> They're quite used to that. So... Gail, what are you wearing? I am wearing my Echoes of Color shawl, which is a pattern by Hohi Lucatelli, and it is in very bright colors. It's a striped shawl, three-color shawl, and I used Neighborhood Fiber Company, their Rustic Fingering, and I don't remember the color name, but it's a beautiful bright magenta and hot pink tonal yarn. And then Madeline Tosh, Tosh Merino Light in Astrid Gray, which is a pretty solid gray for Madeline Tosh, and Oceana, which is a really bright, beautiful turquoise that has tonality to it. So it's just, it's a super happy shawl, and it's really, it really big. And today I just wanted something nice and warm to wrap around my neck and my shoulders, and it was just perfect for that. And I was so happy when I put it on. And I'm wearing it with my super bright turquoise t-shirt that goes perfectly with the shawl it was one of those fortuitous serendipitous shopping experiences well wow that t-shirt's on sale for like eight dollars that's amazing you get it home oh my gosh it matches that (laughs) shawl perfectly couldn't have planned it better if i tried super yeah and we're both in short sleeves so even though we're talking about how it's foggy it's still i think fairly warm outside it's it's not windy today it is in my house oh it is oh yeah it's not windy here i don't think nope but yeah, it's not cold. No, it was 60 degrees here this morning. Yeah. 
So that's what we're wearing. Yes. <laughs> and before we move on, I wanted to say a huge thank you to Danita, who is in Agata Danita on Ravelry and on Instagram. We are fortunate enough that from time to time, listeners send us things just because they're awesome people. And sometimes it's because they have a business and they're promoting their items and sometimes it's not. And Danita has just started making project bags and I follow her on Instagram and she was showing some of the fabric she got for her project bag. So I was kind of stalking her on Instagram saying how much I love the fabric and please let me know when you open your Etsy store, which she has just done in within the last two weeks. And she sent me and Charlene each a beautiful bag and mine has the Eiffel Tower and Big Ben and butterflies and flowers and I just love it so much, you guys. It's so cute. And I usually order bags with zippers. And this is a drawstring bag. And let me tell you, I am completely converted now to drawstring because I'm not responsible enough to have a bag with a zipper. I get my yarn stuck in the zipper <laughs> on a regular basis. So the drawstring, although I don't have very many drawstring bags, I really, really like it. So I just wanted to mention her Etsy shop is Donita's Sewing Rack on Etsy. So check it out, really great. So Donita has given a discount code through June 30th for any Yarniacs listener. It's a 10% discount code, and the code is all caps Yarniacs10. And if you want, you can also look in the coupons thread in our Ravelry group where she has it posted there as well. So definitely go check her out. They're very reasonably priced, very well made, and super cute fabric. And mine is, I have a baby sweater in it, and two, so it has two balls of worsted weight yarn, plus the project, a notions pouch, and other stuff, and it's perfect. It fits that perfectly, yeah, and it fits right into my size. purse. She mentioned that these were the medium size bags, and I can fit a cowl project in mine. I actually can fit, I have a project going on that has two skeins of yarn, two fingering weight skeins. I can fit both of those in here. It's got a flat bottom. So once you pull the drawstring, it actually will sit up when it's got contents inside of it. Very cute. Very well made. I'm really happy with mine too. Yeah, and it's not (laughs) as stiff as some of my other project bags. So I like those stiff ones as well, but this one, it fits really well into my purse because it doesn't have the structure. So I can just shove it in and it fits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had it. We had a little yarn outing on Sunday and I had this in my purse the whole day and it didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, take up too much extra space in my purse, which is amazing. So thank you very much, Danita. We really, really appreciate that. I just love it. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fabric. And I saw that she had... I saw on one of her Instagram posts, she had a couple fabrics coming up that I really like. One of them was a Hello Kitty. And oh, the, you. There was another fabric that she had pictured with it, and I can't remember what what that minions? one was. Minions? No, it's not Minions. That's you. You're the Minions. Gail is Minions, and I'm Hello Kitty. Yeah. For our, our cartoon fixes, our, cartoon our, yeah, our animation yes. whims, that's what we tend toward. Yeah. I even have a Minion t-shirt you that do. I love to wear. Do. do you have a Hello Kitty t-shirt? You must. I do. Okay, good. I do, but I also, now that I think about it, I also have t-shirts for some animated movies that I like, Miyazaki movies. Oh, those so. characters are so cute. Yeah, some they of them are. are. Yeah. All right, so on to what are you stocking? What am I stocking? I am stocking a couple of things. One of them is a free pattern on Ravelry called the Summertime Shawl. 
It is written by Michelle Meadows, who is an unknown-to-me designer, but she does have several patterns on Ravelry, but I've noticed that most of them either haven't been knit or they only have one project. So it looks like she's just kind of getting started putting things together. This free pattern, it looks like it's a pretty basic shawl using three different colors. It's written for worsted weight yarn, but I would probably try it in fingering because that's the weight of yarn that I wear. But you take three different colors and you knit them, you knit X number of rows with one color and then you kind of alternate for a couple of rows to blend into the next color. And then part of the shawl has fringe too, which I think is really cute. Half, like half the shawl has fringe and half doesn't. It's different. It's just a little bit different. That's cute. It's just a yeah, little, like yeah. And then the colors blend in. I like it. It looks fun and it looks like something you could change up and make with leftovers. Yeah. With whatever amounts you have left, which always a good thing for me. I have lots of Tosh Merino light in different shades and that's what I'm thinking about using it for. I think it'd be fun. It looks like a good project that you could carry around easily. Is it garter or stockinette? It's garter. Okay. That's, <laughs> Robbie, you totally caught me. I was talking in one of the threads in our group about yeah. garter stitch shawlettes yeah. and shawls and how they're mm -hmm. my <clears throat> favorite thing to wear and knit. Mm -hmm. And she's listening to our back episodes, and mm -hmm. she said that it was very funny because I had commented way back in like episode twelve. Oh, you how used much to I hate garter like stitch. Garter yeah. stitch. Yeah, I, and now it's all I all I want to knit and wear. I was very surprised when you started liking garter stitch. Yep. but you know, you're, it's just like anything else; your taste change. Yep. So that's why I had to ask yeah. if that was garter or stockinette. <laughs> it is. I quite like it though. Now that I'm looking at the pictures again, I'm gonna have to pull out my leftovers see what i can put together it'd be fun to put them together and have something like that to wear little fringies <laughs> the second thing i'm stocking is just more in general a category i want to make light tops for summer t-shirts if you will and gail and i had a rather dismal shopping experience looking for some Madeline Tosh dandelion this past weekend. <laughs> we went to two stores and I couldn't find any. There were some at both stores, but a very, very small selection at both stores. Like very, very small. Very small. Yeah, three selection. or four colors in yeah. each store. Yeah. And colors that. I was just looking for something more light, summery, and by and large, all the colors that everybody had were dark. Very rich. Very rich yeah. colors, which I quite like. I liked all those colors. It just wasn't what I was picturing in my head. So we didn't get that. I've been looking for other lightweight yarns. Gail and I both like the Toluca cotton that we mentioned, but neither of us have been able to get a response from the dyer about obtaining more of the yarn. So that's off the list. We're both looking at the Holst Yarn Coast, which is a cotton wool blend. That one has potential, and Gail has used it for her... Kitofude. Kitofude. I blanked out for a minute. Thank you very much. 
with great success on that sweater. It's a very light fingering weight yarn, but they have lots of colors. We have a coloring card. We're looking at it. The price is right, and that one has potential. So we'll keep you guys posted. And I have to back up to the dismal shopping experience. We had a really fun time. Oh, yeah. We, just, we had a fun time. It was just the yarn purchasing yes. wasn't there for us. Yes. Well, well that's what I mean. We yeah. actually got together with several people, and we had a really fun time. It was super fun. Socializing yeah. and having lunch, but I didn't get the yarn I wanted. Yeah, Charlene was <laughs> ready. She was ready to buy. I was, I yeah, I had made the plan that I was going to purchase. But well, and you know how some days... It was days, not to be. Yeah, some days you're going shopping and you're ready. You've got mm -hmm. the cash and you're right. ready to go. Right. And some days, like, I was, you know, I was looking, but I wasn't right. really, you know, right. this quarter... You guys, I have kicked serious butt this quarter. I'm really proud of myself, so... <laughs> I was not disappointed that I didn't buy anything. But it was still... We were hoping to see a lot more dandelion. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because I didn't mean to imply that the whole day was poor the day was actually very nice yeah it we was had a good just time. the shopping yep. <laughs> that didn't work out for me but that's okay there's always more yarn so how about you what okay are you stocking? stocking so i did want to recap last episode stocking i had talked about the new pattern by mary annarella called spring in her path and i was all fired up i had the pattern i had the yarn picked out but i had not read my pattern yet and thank you, Jody, who is Savannah Chick. She posted in our group that the yarn I had talked about using is a single ply fingering. And Mary Annarella, right there in her pattern, probably even on the project page in Ravelry, said single ply yarns are not ideal for that pattern because the lace portion has twisted stitches and those don't pop with the single ply yarn. So she doesn't recommend using single ply. So I probably would have just gone merrily along and swatched for it, but Jody saved me, and it was very sweet because Mary even responded in the group and addressed the question, why not a single ply? And it was indeed the twisted stitches. So that was a good save. And unfortunately, I don't have any other yarn and stash that will work for it right now, but that one is churning in the back of my mind. So it's not a stocking fail. It's just a temporary <laughs> stocking setback. There you go. So things that I am stocking, Nora Gone just released a brand new collection using Fiber Company yarns, and they are really interesting. Nora Gone always has mm -hmm. interesting construction. She does. She's fascinating. I mean, she never stops coming up with brilliant ideas, and I've not yet knit a Nora Gone pattern, but one in particular, there was one shawl, it's actually a cowl, one cowl and one sweater. The sweater is Times Square, and it's knit using the Knight, Knight's Bridge Worsted from Fiber Company, and it is very unique. It's a pullover, but to me it looks like a poncho with sleeves, mm -hmm. and it kind of defies description. It's asymmetric where it kind of comes down to a point in front, and then it has a band across it that has textured stitches, but the sleeves, it's not as if you've knit sleeves, I don't think. I think it's somehow knit maybe as a rectangle or maybe in the round. I don't know how the sleeves are constructed. I just don't know. But it looks like a poncho with sleeves. It's really cool. And it's just different and I like it a lot. And I don't think I have any stash yarn that will work for it. But 
it has really tempted me because, like I said, it's just different. But then again, it's also June, and I don't really want to knit a worsted weight item right now, right. I don't think. But <laughs> it's on the back burner for fall. And that is a four-purchase pattern as well, $7 on Ravelry right now. But check out the collection. It's really fascinating. And another one is a new-to-me designer, Andrea Hallisey. She has a shawl pattern called Silver Lines, and it's knit in sport weight yarn with it's a triangle mostly knit in garter stitch but then it has this cool inset in the middle of it that to me looks like scales almost mm -hmm. and it's just really unique again it's all one color but of course you could do multiple colors if you wanted to and i meant to read the description but i don't have an internet connection right now but go read the description because it's something like if you like easy to memorize stitches if you like asymmetrical designs if you like something else then this is the pattern for you and I was just captured with the uniqueness of it again. And then just this morning, I thought that would be all of my stalking, but just this morning I was looking at my friend's activity and someone had favorited a pattern by another new to me designer, Jenna Huck, H-U-C-K, mm -hmm. and she's overseas somewhere. And I went to her pattern page and right now she has by three for the price of two patterns, the least expensive of the three is free. And she had some really cool stuff. Her color work is a really interesting, like an Escher type of, of look to it. Like she has one called Flying Fish that's both, I think, a cowl and maybe a shawl that it looks like Escher fish. And she has like a bullseye shawl and just some really unique things. And the two that really stood out to me are the Mix It Up shawl, which is either half circle, I think it's actually probably a crescent, and it has color blocking. So on either end, there's color blocking with a little bit of striping at the bottom. And then in the center, it's stripes of the two colors. And it's really cool. Oh, it's that's just, cute. it's pretty, isn't it? It's it unique. Is. And then the sweater, which I told Charlene totally reminded me of her, is called the Meritance Cardigan. And it's really pretty. It's knit in fingering weight yarn. And it has an A-line shape to it. And the construction where the pockets are is interesting because it's almost like the pockets they're not an inset pocket but it almost looks like a design element the way that the lines fall for the pockets it's almost like there's a crease there where mm -hmm. the pockets are and then it has this really pretty shawl collar to it as well and it only has one clasp to close it in the front but it's really pretty it uses a ton of yarn though like my size was like 1500 yards or something wow. which i do have a skein of Wilma's lace garn in stash that would work, but it's a really bright red, and I don't know if I would want that sweater <laughs> in a really why bright does it red. Takes so much. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's a line, and the skirt probably uses a lot of yarn. But it's super it's long cute too. It's oh, I didn't. It is longer than it's low hip. Okay, so yeah. it's longer, so and it's then a longer sweater. You have a lot of yarn in that skirt the longer it gets, of course, because right. it's an A-line garment. So you're using a lot of stitches, but it's super cute. And I was really impressed with a lot of her designs. So check her out. I'd never heard of her before. And she yeah. has like a page and a half of patterns on Ravelry. So check them out. Yeah. And that's what I've been stocking. Okay. What are you knitting? What am I knitting? I cast on a new project. Where is it here? 
I cast on my Heverly cardigan, which is something that I had been stocking a couple of episodes ago. And I had a yarn that I could use in stash, so I went for it because that doesn't Yay! happen very often that I'm stocking something and right away cast it on. But I did, and I am using my Dragonfly Fibers Pixie in Heliotrope, which is a bright, purpley, plummy... Is that from this year or last year? It is... Oh, that's pretty. That's really pretty. It is. I don't... I can't remember... Oh, you know... It must be this year. N- oh, this no. Is, this from... is something I mail-ordered yeah. from them during the year. From your blanket. Yeah. Test knit. Yeah. yeah. That is really pretty. It is. It's very bright. Very, very bright. So I thought it was good for a summertime-focused garment. Something that I'll wear in the summer. So... Very pretty. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you cast that on. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. It looks very fun. I've o- I'm only a couple rows in. I'm this is the starts at the collar and so I it's a provisional provisional cast on thank you very much so I've got some scrap yarn on the edge here and I have done the short rows for the back of the neck and that's about it that is going to be lovely it will be I think so and it doesn't take a lot of yarn because it's short sleeved and it's just not that big of a sweater. It's got a lace yoke, so you do a lot of the work right away. And then once you pass the laced, lace portion, it looks like it's going to be relatively simple back and forth knitting, which I need right now. Is it a circular <laughs> yoke sweater? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that is the only thing I am knitting except for... My Alcea cowl, which has been in hibernation for months and months and months, and I dug it out of hibernation to take with me this weekend, and I ended up not working on it, so I'm working on it right now. Yay! Back and forth. How about you? What are you knitting? I'm knitting on a few things. I'm still working on the focus dress that I talked about last episode, and The only interesting work in the pattern, so after you do the fronts and the back and join everything in the round and then increase for the A-line shape, you just knit stockinette forever until you start the pockets. And then there is stuff happening for the pockets. And last night I just finished the cabling on the pockets. And I think I have like eight rows to go before the pockets are finished. And then I just knit to the end and there's a cute little Pico bind off. So I probably have, I don't know, four-ish inches left to go. And then there's the finishing work around the collar, the straps that are the sleeves, and then the inside of the pocket. So very, very close to being done on that and loving it. It's just, the yarn is divine. It's Western Sky Knits, their Merino Cashmere Nylon Blend in the Jasmine colorway. So it's a beautiful pink with little splotches of a darker, almost brown leaning pink. And it's just really, really pretty. So enjoying that a lot and looking forward to that being done. The other thing I'm knitting right now, new project, is the Snug Worsted Weight Baby Sweater. And it's a pattern by Hinky, or Hink, (laughs) H-I-N-K-E. And I just cast this on this weekend, and it's in the Malabrigo Rios Base, the Sunset Colorway. And it's a really interesting and ridiculously easy pattern. (laughs) It's basically a garter stitch rectangle, and two rows in that rectangle you knit with waist yarn, 
and then you re-knit the same stitches with the regular yarn, and those are going to be afterthought sleeves. So oh, you, interesting. Yeah. You knit a rectangle, you fold the rectangles in where those sleeves are, so mm -hmm. they're at the edge of those little folds. You do an interesting seam at the top of the shoulders, then you pull out the waist yarn and use those live stitches to knit the sleeves, and then after that, you pick up stitches around the front, you cast stitches on, and then pick up stitches around the rest of the front, and you use that to do the edging on the fronts and the start of the hood, and then you work back from that to knit the rest of the hood, and then you seam the hood down to oh, the back neck of the sweater. So yeah, really interesting construction. I'm really enjoying it, and right, I'm now, um, I don't know, I'm almost to the second sleeve round. So I'm probably two-thirds of the way done with the actual rectangle body of the sweater. Wow. So I'm really enjoying it. And this is the one that they have a version in bulky weight yarn mm -hmm. as well. So the size I'm doing is newborn to six month, and it will take the full two skeins of Rios. Oh, wow. So, well, it's the garter stitch eats up the yarn, yeah. right? So... Yeah, for some reason I thought I'd purchased enough yarn to do the one year size. Mm -hmm. And luckily I double checked everything and no, I don't. I'm glad I didn't cast on for the one year. Mm -hmm. And that leads me to my third work in progress, which I thought would be done in time for our shopping adventure this weekend. So last episode, I mentioned I'm working on the Verdure Chalette by Isabel of the Fluffy Fibers podcast. It's a beautiful shawl. It is so pretty. And I was just flying along, doing the beautiful lace edging and looking at my ball of yarn getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And I'm knitting faster and faster, <laughs> thinking I can somehow outpace the yarn. First time ever in my knitting career that I've run out of yarn on a project. And two words of caution here. One, I did not swatch. So it was a shawl and I figured, oh, I have enough of my partial skein left. I'll for sure be able to pull out a whole shawl. So if you're working with the partial skein, definitely swatch to make sure that you're going to be able to have enough yarn. Because the other word of caution, I knit this in Madeline Tosh Air Light in the Posy colorway. And we've mentioned before, Madeline Tosh does not put weights on her yarn. So I did not weigh it before I knit with it. I knit the lefty shawlette many years ago, and I used this in that shawl, but I didn't weigh it before I started. So I totally guesstimated how much yarn I'd used on the lefty. And so my I weighed it after I knit the lefty, but you know that weight was useless because I didn't right. have the starting point. Right. So I just guessed, okay, I think I used this many yards. Well, I probably misguessed because if I had guessed properly, I should have had enough. But again, I didn't check the gauge, so mm. that could have used up more yarn than I expected. And so eight rows left to go in the perpendicular lace edging. That's all I had left to do and no more yarn. So I put the call out on Instagram and on Ravelry and a wonderful person on Ravelry said, hey, I happen to have a mini skein of that. Do you want it? I was like, yes, please, 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 please. So thank you, Astra, for rescuing me from the, I was almost gonna use Molly Ringwald to finish the shawl, which is a much different color pink and it was gonna look really dumb. So <laughs> I told Mike, who's colorblind, I'm just gonna use this other color and I did knit one row and I showed it to him and I said, this is horrible. And he said, yeah, that is horrible. 
So that is still a work in progress. But as soon as I get that mini skein, it'll be done within, you know, 20 minutes or something. So those are the three things on the needles. And Mike's needles for his sweater. So I was hoping that would be a work in progress by now. They took like a week and a half to get here. Oh. So it took forever. Nitpicks. I didn't, I don't know why it took so long, but I have not cast those on because I cast the baby sweater on before the needles arrive. So that'll be on the needles soon though. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. Have you finished anything since the last episode? I have. I actually finished two things amazingly enough. Like I said, I often finish things in twos. I don't know why it happens that way, but I've finished my little sister's dress, which is a free pattern by Torah Froseth Design. It's on Ravelry. And the pattern, not completely clear in a couple of places, but if you want to knit this one, go look at some of the helpful comments that other Ravelers have made and other Ravelers have marked as helpful and they'll get you through (laughs) because it's not complicated. You can pretty much, even without reading comments, figure out where you need to go or how to get there. But... Like I said, a couple places where it's not quite clear. But regardless of that, it's still a cute, cute design. And I I love it. One it's of the, adorable. It's, it's adorable. One of the issues that I had is that the pattern, because the, the little dress can be worn as a top or a dress, the pattern states just knit to desired length. Well, I don't, I have no idea how long to make it, to make it fit a baby. Yeah, that's a hard (laughs) one. That's a tough one. So I ended up looking at other patterns and seeing what the chest measurement was and how long they made it and then kind of going by that. So hopefully it'll work for a top if it's too short for a dress. We will see. I Like I said, I guesstimated, but it still turned out cute, and I hope it will work for the intended recipient. Well, if you think about it, baby girls, whether it's a top or a dress, they always have some kind of oh, yeah. bottoms yeah, they'll on. They'll still so. have onesie or leggings or something exactly. underneath. So it'll be fine, I think. <laughs> I think you're right, and it's so adorable. Yeah, it's just cute. When you look at it, it's very cute. I knit mine in color block style with four different colors, starting with an off-white and then a pale blue going to a darker blue on the bottom. So it's really fun. And I put little off-white buttons on it. I'm very happy with it. I'm going to copy Charlene's color scheme. My friend in France is having a baby, and she doesn't know yet, boy or girl, she will find out. But I want to knit a blanket for her before she finds out, and I think I'm going to use those colors. They're so pretty. Yeah, they turned out really nice together. So, and the second thing that I finished is finally finished my Woodford's cardigan. (laughs) I say finally because I started it way back in April. So, Woodford's is an open front cardigan knit mostly in different types of ribbing. The pattern is by Elizabeth Doherty. And it was a big project. It took, oh, I haven't, I was going to weigh it and I didn't weigh it before we recorded today. But it took three and a portion of a fourth skein of Tosh Merino Light, which is a lot of yardage. Altogether, four skeins are 1,680 yards. Like I said, I didn't use the total fourth skein. It was closer to three and a partial. I'm not sure if I even made the halfway mark 
on the fourth skein. But it was still a lot of yarn. What lot, size lot did you knit? Yarn. Do you happen to remember? I knit, I believe, the smallest size. And I was pretty happy with it. I actually was going to knit the second size up because the way the pattern, I think the pattern states you should go for a certain certain number of inches of positive ease because it is an oversized sweater. It has modified drop sleeves and it's, it's, it's a little oversized. And I was, like I said, I was going to knit the second size and I wrote to Elizabeth and told her, I'm going to knit the second size. What do you think? And she said, no, knit the smallest. So I knit the smallest and I'm glad I did. Yep. <laughs> so worth it to ping the designer sometimes. Yes, and I know Elizabeth in person, so she knows what size I am, and that helped. You don't, I don't always have that yeah. distinct advantage, but since I had it this time, I took advantage of it, and it, I think it, it worked well. She was absolutely right. The smallest size fits me great. The sweater, like I said, it's an oversized cardigan knit in different types of ribbing, and very A-line as you go from the waist down, you increase in needle size with the same stitch pattern, the same ribbing pattern, but the needle size increases. So it makes the bottom of the sweater just a little bit larger, somewhat of an A-line, a very gradual, small A-line, but a little bit nonetheless. But what it does is it makes the front just drape so nicely and the fronts on the very bottom just overlap. I don't Perfectly. even have to close it. They just hang that way. And it's really nice. It's a I very like pretty that. sweater. Very pretty. <laughs> I like that. It's very graceful, I think. And it's the yarn is very light. My choice of Tosh Merino light was off menu, so to speak, because the original was written in Brooklyn Tweed Loft, which also looks like a really nice yarn. There are there are Differing reports on Ravelry. Some people really like it. Some people don't like it because it seems to have a tendency to break very easily. It sounds like it's a short staple blend, and or maybe it's not twisted a lot. I'm not. I'm not familiar with the yarn. I've seen it in person, but I've never used it, so I can't say. But there are a lot of comments that people have made about it breaking when they're knitting with it. That probably wouldn't be a problem for me because I'm such a loose knitter. Yeah, we're not very tight about it. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it would give it a different feel, I think, than the Tosh Marina Light. It's a definitely, more rustic yarn, I'm pretty definitely, sure. Definitely. And I would love to make one in that yarn also, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm very happy with my Tosh Marina Light. My, the color that I used is called Rainwater, and it's kind of... it's. I want to say now that I see the fabric, it's modeled on the skein. It looks very subtle color changes, but on the fabric, it's it's kind of mottled blues and grays. I think we said modeled something, in a good way. Yes, yeah. I think we said something about this last time that rainwater didn't really do the name rainwater right. didn't do the colorway justice because Gail and I both think of rainwater sounds like runoff and yeah brown mucky <laughs> yes. murky puddly and this is really quite pretty it looks like the sky when it's clearing up after a storm it's almost kind of like the stormy sky reflected in a rain puddle yeah yeah kind of 
It's a good way to describe it. It's really I'm very pretty. happy with it. I took a picture. I wore it on Sunday, even though I hadn't officially blocked it because I wanted to show it to everybody. And I could only keep it on for five minutes because it was a warm day. Yeah. <laughs> it was very warm. But I had to bring... <clears throat> excuse me. I had to bring it and show it to everybody. Of course. I'm about to cough. I'm still getting over my cold, and I'm actually—I've actually been doing pretty good. So why don't you tell us what you have been, or what you have finished? Absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because of my running out of yarn, I have finished absolutely nothing. So that was easy. Mm-hmm. So we've our, switched places. This we episode. have, yeah, I know. I can't remember the last time we did an episode where I hadn't finished anything. Mm-hmm. I've, now I feel like the slacker. But I know, I've been knitting a ton. It's just that the yeah. focus dress uses a lot yeah. of yarn. Yeah. It's been a lot of knitting, and I know it's growing. Well, but that's like me with my wood, for exactly. example. Like, I'm knitting a lot, and nothing's happening. Yep. <laughs> so Okay. So, special segment. Guess what's starting soon? It's that time again. Colors of Fall, Knit Along 2015. A couple people had been asking about it in the group, and Charlene and I realized, oh my gosh, it is really that time. It seemed like it was too early in the year, but, but we're, nope. we target this so that you have an on-trend look for fall. For fall. So starting now, we're going to do the solstice. So we're going to start, is it June 21st, I think? It's in I the group. So. You'll yes. see it. It starts very soon, so before the next episode comes out, and the rules as every year if you haven't listened previous years our rules are very simple cast on the day of no sooner please and then we're going to wrap it up the autumn equinox which is september i believe that is mid to late 20th. september 23rd or something charlene's Third. looking at yeah yes. 23rd so cast on by june 21st the summer solstice or later Bind off by midnight on September 23rd, autumnal equinox. Knit anything incorporating a color from the Pantone Fashion Color Report for Fall 2015. This is the biggie. Post a finished object photo with your knit incorporated into a complete fall look. And that means get dressed up and take a photo with your fall look or lay out your clothes and take a photo of your clothes laid out. You can use one of the apps that are available out there to make a little uh, look board, a collage of your fall look with your knit garment or accessory incorporated into that. You can put it on a hanger. Yeah. 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 Look together on a hanger. And since we've done this before, if you don't know, or if you don't know what we mean, or if you need ideas, look in past threads for past years knit alongs because folks have posted some fabulous pictures. Really, they're good really inspirational, outfits, yeah. and it's just fun because you see how people wear their knits and how real people wear their knits, not. Fashion models. Not fashion models, not a sketch in a fashion report. How real knits are worn, which is generally you and me day to day. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's super fun, super, super fun to see just a little bit how people wear wear their garments, their accessories, a little peek into 
shoes that they put with it or skirts or pants or jeans and it's it's just fun to see it it's, gives you new ideas for putting your own garments and accessories together at least it does for me yeah and some people are far more fashion forward than others and some people you know accessorize to the nth degree and some of us don't and i love to see both versions mm -hmm. and i'm not one who usually has a lot of accessories unless they're knit accessories you know i don't have a lot of jewelry or fashionable handbags or things like that that go with my outfits but i love to see everybody else's too. so don't feel pressured that your quote look unquote has to be something elaborate it totally doesn't it's mm -mm. just what you are comfortable in a look that incorporates the color and the pantone colors for 2015 are kind of interesting, kind of muted in my opinion. They're, they're definitely muted colors. But you don't have to have a solid version of any of those colors. Right. So we, when we say incorporating, you could have a yarn like Charlene's sweat, sweater that she's wearing right now, Firecracker, has pops of different colors in it. You could have a yarn that has a pop of one of the Pantone colors and that totally qualifies. So if you don't have a color in the palette that's calling to you, you might have a yarn in your stash that has that color in it somewhere that will completely work. Mm -hmm. so. Or even there are some colors that I'm drawn to again and again that I know don't look good on me, but you maybe can wear as a small accessory. Yeah, Goldie Girl, Deborah did that. We've started the chatter thread for this already, and people who have participated in the past, she said that she knit the two years ago koi that orange color was one of the colors oh, and she yeah. knit a scarf mm -hmm. and it was completely out of her normal color palette and she really loves the scarf mm -hmm. so sometimes it can be a learning experience too where it's a color that you didn't think you would like but right. oh my gosh i have the skin of yarn yeah. i don't even know where it came yeah. from that's one of these colors let's give it a try so cowls scarves shawls, socks, some people have knit socks, uh, anything. It doesn't matter what the item is as long as it's incorporated into your look. So the fun part, let's get to the colors. <laughs> we each have our favorites in the colors, of course. Well, there's 10 colors and this year, all 10 are for men and women. In years past, there's been a color or two that they've removed from the men's palette and we've said hey any of the colors you want to use are fine but this year there's only the 10 to choose from so so they don't have separate palettes for men and no women this year? Oh, it's, okay. it's the same palette so shall i list all the colors mm -hmm. okay first one desert sage which is a cool greenish gray stormy weather which is a cool gray oak buff a warm golden yellow and I took these descriptions right from the Pantone, what Pantone has written about And we them. linked to that in the chatter group too, so you can link yeah. directly to the Pantone site right. to see these. Dried herb is your traditional military or safari olive green. Marsala is a whiny red brown. <laughs> whiny? <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, not that Sorry. kind of whiny. Oh, you made boo lift to said. <laughs> Sorry, boo, didn't mean to tell you. Biscay Bay is a cool blue with aspects of green. Think of tropical waters for that one. Let's see, biscuit. Cadmium orange is a warm 60s and 70s orange. Cashmere rose is a soft pink. Reflecting pond 
is a cooling blue, which I think is almost a black with yeah. just a hint of blue in it. It's a blue black. Blue I black. Agree. And then amethyst orchid, which they didn't really give any description of in the Pantone paragraph about it. So I thought that was interesting. But I would call it mid-purple. It's not a lavender and it's not a royal. It's something in between. And looking at my yarns in stash, I have several of those colors or like Gail was saying, you don't have to have a yarn that's a solid of these colors. For example, the cashmere rose is a pale pink. What did they say? A description. They, they called it a soft pink. Yeah, it's not quite in what I I would call an Easter egg pink. It's it's a little bit but brighter it's a pastel. than that. But it's a pastel. Yeah. But it's a very pretty pink. And I have a couple of yarns that, while they are not solid pink, they have that pink in them. One of them is my dragonfly fibers yarn in a colorway called flannel PJs, <laughs> and it's got that pink and some gray it's pink and gray and obviously somebody had flannel pjs that were pink and gray yeah. <laughs> uh, very nice and then i have some madeline tosh sock yarn in the fragrant colorway which has a little bit of that color in there now the madeline tosh yarn that i have is tonal so it there are some colors in it that are lighter than this cashmere rose and some colors that are darker but Along the way, there's a little bit in there of the cashmere rose color, so that will count. <laughs> yep, that will count. How about you? Do you have any yarns in your stash? I do. I have, for the stormy weather, the gray, I have two colors, and it's funny because listen to the colorway names, fog and rain. <laughs> so mm -hmm. stormy weather. Stormy weather. I thought that was very funny. Yeah. So one of them is a lace weight. It's a Swan's Island Natural Colors lace weight. And the other is my Imperial Stock Ranch, the Tracy 2, I just used for my pullover, the Traveler's Tunic. And I have enough of it left to do a very sizable, I could even do like a cropped cardigan nice. with the amount I have left. So those are two possibilities. But the one thing I know for sure I will be using is my sweater quantity of Tosh Merino Light in the Molly Ringwald colorway, which is almost to me a dead ringer for cashmere rose. And because it's a Madeline Tosh color, it does have tonality to it. So it has different shades of cashmere rose. That's if you interesting will. that we both have quantities of Tosh sock Tosh, yeah. <laughs> to use. Well, mine's Tosh Merino Light. It's oh, Tosh Merino Light. Okay. But it's just perfect. And I already even have the pattern picked out that I'm going to oh, do for that's that. Awesome. Yeah, I am going to knit the Arabella pullover, mm. which I've talked about in stocking several times. Mm -hmm. I saw this live and in person on the designer and Macaulay at Stitches this year. And I admired it before that because one of our knitters, Katie Emma, knit mm -hmm. one in Tosh Marina Light. I think hers is composition but gray, and it's just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So I will be knitting Arabella with my Tosh Marina Light in the Molly Ringwald colorway for my colors of fall. That will probably be my main look. And maybe I'll have time to do a stormy weather accessory. And I even have a skein that will work for the reflecting pond, that blue-black color. Oh, you do? Yeah, the Madeline Tosh Air Light that I'm using for Mike's sweater, mm -hmm. it's in a colorway called Nocturne, mm -hmm. which is a very dark 
dark navy, a mm. black leaning navy. Yeah. So if there's enough left over from his sweater, and I'm sure there will be, I could knit some kind of accessory with that. And it's a really soft, wonderful yarn. So, Well, you could use his sweater for that. I'm not going to finish his sweater. That's how I find. There's no way I'm even going to try. Okay. I thought I wondered, about it. I wondered why you were saying that you weren't going to, but no, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a big project. Yeah, I plan to have that finished for him by Christmas. So stormy weather. I have two sweater quantities that I think are stormy weather. I have a sock white dragonfly fibers in a colorway called District 12. Mm-hmm. And sock... Or, Dragonfly Fibers Pixie Fingering White. I have two skeins of that. And I had been thinking that I could use that for Newsome, which was why I was looking at the yardage, oh. and I realized I don't have quite enough of that. Ah. I, not enough of the Pixie. I actually may have enough of the District 12. I'll have to go back and look. Wait, is the District 12 on the Pixie base? No, District 12 is a sock. Oh, it's a sock. So and it's what colorway do you have on our pixie base? It is... Another gray? Yes. Okay. I have um, Neighborhood Fiber Company Rustic Fingering in the Thomas Circle colorway, which is mm. also stormy weather gray. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm going to try to do two sweaters. Who knows? Maybe I'll get yeah, ambitious. Yeah, I'm trying but... to remember my pixie. You know, maybe I wrote that down wrong because the pixie... That I'm thinking of, maybe it's the Nymeria colorway, which is actually more reflecting pond, reflecting pond (laughs) than stormy weather. But there were there were two grays. I bought two of her grays, District Twelve, and then a lighter gray. Mm -hmm. But I can't remember the name of it right now. Mm. So she has two grays. Dragonfly fibers does. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, that's what I'm thinking. I have to pick one soon because I want to get started right away. I do too. I was <laughs> I had actually pulled out that skein of Molly Ringwald thinking I could use it to finish my shawl when right. I ran out of yarn and it's sitting there so I will be swatching for that very soon so that yeah. I can cast on in the 21st yeah, I too. Yeah, I want to start something right away. Gail was saying that her her sweater for Mike is the right color but she won't finish it on time. I had pulled out my, do you remember the Abstract Fibers Rothko? Yeah, that, that we got at Stitches, yeah. It's kind of desert sagey. Oh, is it? Mine is almost Biscay Bay. Um, I was looking at that too. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, I could make, there's a big Hohilo Katali sweater that I want to make, but same yeah. thing with Mike's sweater, I don't think, even though it's a whole season, but I don't think, and I don't think I want to knit worsted weight oh it's dk isn't it dk well it's just so i don't think i want to knit that lots of in the summertime yeah that was one i played around although i'd love to have it for the fall (laughs) rothko is i think a polworth silk blend or Mm -hmm. something like that it's a dk weight and charlene she sells it in these massive skeins and i bought the turquoise teal which could be biscayne bay and I bought it. See, this is all like serendipitous. So Biscay Bay, they said, think tropical waters. Well, the name of the pattern I want to knit is Seacoast. Oh. Tropical Waters Seacoast by Hoagie Locatelli. So I was toying around yeah. with that, too, because that would yeah. be a great fall sweater. Yeah. Really a perfect fall sweater. And I can't remember the name of the one that I want to knit. It's the one from her latest collection. Oh, I can't think of the name Vera either. that was made up of all ribbing. 
but I can't remember the name. That's okay. Oh, it's on the tip of my I just don't think too. I want to knit that over the summer, even yeah. though I would love to have that. Wouldn't that be a beautiful fall summer? Oh, it would. It would be perfect. I'll put the link to it in the show notes. Yeah. So Maybe we can convince her to along, do it, you guys. <laughs> if, you follow, if you follow along with the show notes, even though we can't remember the name, the link will be there. But also, <laughs> if you were to cast it on now, maybe if you didn't finish it during the summer... Or maybe cast it on towards yeah. the end of summer. I we'll don't know. See. I'm playing. I'm trying to, I know. to lure I know. you into the yeah. long. But Seacoast, that didn't take you that long to no, knit. No, that not... one was really fast. Yeah, so that's, that's a possibility. A really I could probably finish it's that. just in the round. And I yeah. love my Seacoast. See, and it, wouldn't that be great for the fall? It would be perfect. It's a little warm, maybe, for our fall. We'll see. If it gets cold. Okay. <laughs> so there's potential there. Yes. So lots of ideas. Lots so. of ideas, and we want it to be fun. Please go look in the Ravelry group for the discussion thread. We have a lot of fun there. People throw out throw out ideas for outfits, post pictures of possible yarns and patterns. It's really fun. Yeah, and people even the people who get really into it. I don't remember the name of the pro, the app now, but there's that app where you can put like a collage together or a yeah. look board yeah. and people were posting their look boards yeah. in the chatter group. It's like, oh, I never would have thought of that. that you get all really these great fun. ideas. Yeah, and that was really fun. We also did in the chatter thread, we linked to the finished objects thread from last year. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy to bounce over there and see some of the finished looks. So we hope you all join in. It's one of our typical no stress, super long timeline, <laughs> basically knit whatever you want, knit along. Right. So they're very, right. you know, the, lots as of, long as we see your finished look, we really don't care yeah. what you knit. <laughs> lots of opportunity. And... and if you feel like you have to ask if your yarn works or not, just knit it. If it's something that's calling to you yeah. and you think it qualifies, we're not yeah. going to check. I mean, we're not the no. knitting police. Yep. So just have fun with it. The idea is so that... All of us have some really fashionable, awesome look for the fall and feel good about our knits and wearing yeah. them when fall hits. And we've had prizes in the past. Oh, I think sure we we'll will have, prizes, have yeah. prizes again. Yep. If you would like to donate something, you know the drill. Just contact one of us. Yep. And... I think that's it. I think that's it as well. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We really appreciate it. We do. And we look forward to the chatter in the Colors of Fall Knit Along because it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. It'll be yes. fun. Take a look at the palette. See what you think. Let us know. And and give us your pattern ideas too because as we have these little accessory skeins floating around, I would love to get yeah, some good ideas definitely. on what's in it for accessories. So Okay. Awesome. All right, thanks for listening. Happy knitting, everybody. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.